The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get $100 in free bets. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of the SGPN and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IP vanish.com slash sgp and as always make sure to check out our brand new discord server it's a perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire sgpn crew just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord welcome to a longer wider field this chad johnson he's got it and ocho cinco has touched it Welcome to the Waggle. Think Nick Dembski just got tipped. Right, thank you, man. He just got a tip from a fan. That's his center to go back in the end zone, isn't it? Welcome to the Rouge. Down the sideline goes Ellingson. He's going to score. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Welcome to Three Down Football. Welcome to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and CFL Jim. Indeed, it is the CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, as he is always is CFL Jim. I am Rod Gomez. Jim, buddy, I, I, I kind of surprised you with, uh, yeah, with the you new did. intro. I feel special. I got a, I got a warm, fuzzy, tingly feeling from that opening. Uh, I figured I would surprise you with it today. He had no clue this was going to be uh, introduced into the into the uh, CFL gambling podcast world. But uh, how you feeling today, Jim? I'm feeling great. It's been hot as hell here. We got some CFL lines. Um, my team is not in a good way right now, but I'm focusing to just take that energy and look at the league as a whole. I, I did pretty good last week. Uh, I know we'll talk more about it fantasy-wise, but I my fantasy teams actually did pretty darn well, and uh, I hit a lot of overs, so I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling in a good spot. Any any week that you hit a lot of overs is an absolutely fantastic week. We know this. Life's too short for the unders, as they always say. Uh, all right, Jim, we've got a full four-game slate again, beginning with Thursday Night Football. Just one game per day uh, up until Saturday, so it's not a two-Thursday nighter. Thank goodness. That was a kind of a <laughs> – that was a chore back in and of itself. The, uh, back to the normal schedule I was used to. <laughs> exactly. A Thursday nighter or a Friday night or two Saturday nighters. And, of course, as we always do, we'll break down the slate and we'll give you our favorite bets from these games. Uh, so let's just get right into it, Jim. Let's talk about this coming Thursday night, a game that I don't even think – and I'm surprised – that it the line is as close as it is. It's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers taking on the Montreal Alouettes. The Bombers are uh, five point five and a half point favorites from our folks over at WinBet. Uh, on the money line, they're minus two thirty. Over under on this one set at forty seven. As we know, Winnipeg has yet to lose a game. The Owls have played a lot of close games so far this season, and we know that Winnipeg ha- doesn't necessarily blow out teams. Very often now, uh, but they definitely are winning and winning consistently. So, Jim, initial take on this game and these lines. I just don't like the Alouettes, I think. I think that's the position I'm in in general. I just don't think they're that great. 
I think they're kind of getting worse throughout the season, and I think Winnipeg has been, if not consistently at the top, they've even improved from where they started earlier in the season. I think Winnipeg has played some of the best ball they've played all season. This five and a half, five, whatever, like it's it's tricky. It feels trappy to me. A little bit, but you got to look back to it also, what what happened last week where um, the, the Alouettes, they were seven points uh, t- to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. They lost by seven points. And then, of course, the Bombers and the Stamps played a hell of a game. It was 35-28 at the end. That was end. a great game. Oh, that was an outstanding game. The Bombers came ahead on that one, obviously, as they stay undefeated. So, you know, this five-point spread, yeah, it seems tricky, but we because we saw... Early in the season, Winnipeg not blowing out the, the Red Blacks of all teams and then slowly sort of chipping away. But you're right. I think they're playing their best ball. To me, this feels like this spread should have been at least six or seven because we've seen some pretty big spreads this year. And this feels like one that should be that. That's what I was saying. I'm just like five and a half feels way too low, which makes me want to take the plus five and a half. But then I'm starting to overthink it and get into my own head. I'm probably just going to keep it simple. I'm going to take Winnipeg minus the five and a half. They're easily the better team. They're going to crush Montreal. I'm going to take the over, though. And it's not that, oh, yeah, definitely the over 47. We've we've seen that Montreal can put up points uh, against other opponents as well. Again, 40 points against Ottawa a couple of weeks ago, 31 against Edmonton. They can score. They just keep getting beat. That's really all there is to it. And we know that Winnipeg can put up points as well, so... This is definitely going to hit over 47. I, as well, will take Montreal minus 5.5. Look, I know Trevor Harris has actually done some great things with this Montreal offense, and I also know that this defense is a little more feisty than they give him credit for, but it hasn't happened for four quarters yet this, this season. Well, I'm okay. It happened like once or twice where they finally went, but it just hasn't happened consistently, and, and I'm taking Winnipeg, who we've seen win every week. Exactly, and Montreal is another. Them and Hamilton, in my opinion, are probably the two big, like most egregious second half collapse teams. They just love to fall apart in, especially the fourth quarter. Yeah, I had the. Uh, it's like uh, Hamilton only scored a hundred and four points or something to like a hundred and sixty. It was some ridiculous number like that. Oh, it was, yeah, that was insane. Yeah, that Hamilton got outscored. So yeah, it's it's not pretty. And and to me, look, this is kind of cut and dry. The Bombers are not going to lose for at least a couple more weeks. I mean, that's that's really all there is to it. They they have Montreal back to back, and this is the scheduling quirk that is has been the 2022 season. Winnipeg Montreal week nine, Winnipeg Montreal uh, week ten, back to back home and roads. So, and then of course Montreal and Hamilton start their 15 game series <laughs> over the course of the next few. Uh, it's ridiculous. And then, yeah. So, yeah, this is this is definitely a Winnipeg game. You really can't overanalyze it to the point where you're going to start taking Montreal because, yeah, Kalaros is way too hot. These bombers are way too hot. Jefferson, Jeffcoat, Willie Jefferson, they've got this whole defense just buzzing right now. Like the defense for the Bombers is always going to be consistent. They have weapons at receivers. I I can only assume Alexing is going to be back for this week, finally. I hope so. And Zach Kalaros has been nothing short of fantastic for the last two weeks. Well, he's lucky he's got showing, too, man. That guy oh, has just been clutch. Boom, he's been clutch. He's yeah. So good. 
So yeah, I mean, again, this this one's pretty pretty simple. There's I don't know that there's any sort of uh, upset that's going to to be brewing in this one as the Bombers are just rolling along. And and if they could put the lid on a team like Calgary, they can easily put the lid on a team like Montreal. So take Montreal, or I'm sorry, take Winnipeg. Don't take Montreal. Take Winnipeg minus five and a half. The money lines at two thirty. I I know I don't know what Jim I know Jim and I don't normally like to to get that much juice in, but eh, you know, like Cody says, you only pay the juice if you lose. So I don't know. You want you want to pay that juice you can, and then of course over forty seven points for the over there. Maybe maybe parlay that with our the next game we're going to be talking about. Let's move over to that Friday night football four thirty. It will be the Calgary Stampeders traveling to the nation's capital to take on the one-win Ottawa Red Blacks now, and I will proudly wave that Our Nation flag. I know, right? Hey, listen, fun fact. If you you see the Our Nation flag, uh, look for it and then pause it. You may see a familiar name on that Our Nation flag. Uh, You may see a familiar Twitter handle on that flag. Just just FYI. Uh, But this one... (laughs) Is uh, <laughs> the ca- the Stampeders here are five and a half point favorites? Uh, maybe a favorite number of bookmakers this week. Their money line is at minus two thirty five, where the Red Blacks are at plus one ninety, and the over under here is a whopping fifty points. So yeah, and look, Ottawa coming off a very emotional win last week, a win that they needed just to prove that they could hang with the big boys at all. And of course, Calgary coming off of a loss to the to the undefeated Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who everybody has lost to. So you can't necessarily take that. But again, Calgary is a a very confusing team in that they've been at the top so very long, and now to see them at four and two, third place in the West, and and having lost to the Bombers already again, and and just not looking like the dominant Stampeders team that we've seen them year in and year out. Uh, you know, Not to say that this is a trap game for Calgary because I love my Red Blacks, but I don't know that we could put two weeks together of winning football. And look, five and a half has been kind of that golden number for Ottawa this season, whereas we talked about it, right, Jim? I, I do feel like their number specifically, you see a lot of Red Blacks five and a half. Yeah, because that's really where it is. And and we talked about it earlier in the season where they weren't blown out by the Bombers for two games straight. Now, granted, one of them was by seven points, but it wasn't a blowout. And they they haven't been blown out this season. I said it last week, and they ended up winning the game. But they just don't get blown out. Yeah, they lost by 10 uh, a couple of weeks ago. But again, that was sort of extenuating circumstances. End of the game, a couple of things bounced differently. They would have covered that spread. Maybe even have won. So I'm inclined, Jim, to take Ottawa plus five and a half and maybe even hope that they win, but I know they're going to keep it close. I feel like they have a chance to keep it close, but also not looking at this from like an Ottawa keeps it close perspective. If I'm just seeing two blank teams, one team got their first win of the season, the other one's coming off of a loss. I want to take that team coming off of a loss almost eight times out of ten. This is a t- this was this was probably this was either tied or the toughest game for me to pick this entire week. Ah oh, man, you know what? I'm gonna back you. I'll I'll give it the Red Blacks plus five and a half. They like keeping it close. Calgary again against Winnipeg. 
they were they got stopped at the right parts of drives to force them to kick field goals. And what does Ottawa have that can force stops is a great defensive front. They're going to be intense. And that also makes me want to lean to the under here. But the number's so high, I feel like that's a trap. I Listen, I'm going to go under on this one. And, and really, it's because of this one simple fact in that Ottawa has such a difficult time scoring touchdowns in the red zone. You look at what uh, Lewis Ward has done all season long. A guy, the guy is just kicking field goals. That's all. That's all Ottawa can do at this point. They found the end zone a couple times finally last week, which was great for them. But by and large, they'll get down into the red zone, and it's a Lewis Ward field goal, and it's just not. Uh, they've they've managed to score points in a couple of games, but this game to me smells like an under game because both defenses are so good, and fifty points is the second highest total on the slate, and I feel like that's a. That's a huge number when they're maybe thinking that maybe Calgary's going to run away with this and score a lot of points, but they don't even do that very often. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's why this number, that the fact that it's 50, the fact that it's so high when both these defenses are better than both these offenses, I think. It's getting me a little, it, my, my, my weird overthinking fishiness sensors are going off, but I'm going to take the under here. I'm just going to not overthink it, just be simple with it, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the plus five and a half. Yeah, it's it's tough. And and you don't want to do that in, in CFL games because you've seen a lot of wacky scores, but you've also seen a lot of low scores too. I mean, it's some of these games have not even crossed 50. Uh, you look back at what Ottawa did a couple of weeks ago against the Tiger Cats, it was 23-25, did not cross 50. Yeah, they blew the doors off of that with 70 points against Montreal, but they came back and did not cross 50 against the Argonauts last week. It was 23-13. The under was way safe in that. So, yeah, I mean, again, I just I feel like 50 is such a high number for a team that kicks as many field goals as does the Ottawa Red Blacks. So I'm definitely taking the under. I think Jim gave a very solid piece of advice. If you parlay the Bombers and the Stamps money line, you get plus like 105. Plus 110. Yeah, plus like 110. Plus 110. Yeah, exactly. So that's a better, I think that's a better number uh, to, to parlay if you wanted to try to do that. So I'm not taking the money, the money line for the Red Blacks. I want to as a fan, but I also know as a fan that it's probably not the best bet out there. I can't, I can't in good consciousness advise that. I had a hard enough time coming to the conclusion of plus five and a half. <laughs> I can't, I can't say money line. I walked you, I walked you to that point, but I couldn't get you past the tipping I, point. I'm like 50, 50 on it. Like if it, if it goes down to like minus four, I'm all over the Stampeders. If it gets up to minus like six, I'm all over the Red Blacks. Five and a half is that number. And it just happens to be the number for every Red Blacks game, it feels like. Look, in a perfect world, man, I, the Red Blacks would win this game. But I also know that they have a very checkered past against the Stampeders, too. You go back to uh, you go back to Grey Cups, a couple of them. They split those, right? They lost one, 1-1 against the Stamps. They've, they've done season openers against them in the next game, and they've beat them a couple of times, and it's just... I, like to me, I thought that was the rivalry when I first started watching the the CFL because they played each other so many times and it was just like I hate the stamps. But now that's sort of tampered and and even still, like yeah, it's it's a heated rivalry. But the and the Red Blacks usually come to play, so I don't think you're going to get blown out. But I'm not looking forward to to another win, unfortunately. So, um, all right. 
two games down. We'll come back after the break. We'll break down both Saturday games in the CFL as we always do. But before we do, let's tell you about Win. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now is absolutely the perfect time. You as a new customer, if you bet $100, you get $100 get a hundred dollar free bet there buddies if you're getting if you're betting baseball you got to check out win bet because their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the perfect place to bet mlb plus the win bet casino is always open don't gotta worry about finding closed doors 24 hours a day you can get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars my god there's so much to choose from all you got to do head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so they know we sent you that's right sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-i-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state for play through win bet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 we got the whole party hopping over now on our SGPN Discord. If you have not made the switch yet, you have to. Not only will you get welcomed by Coach Leach, but every time you level up, he will tell you, good job. Don't know who Coach Leach is? Get over to the Discord. Find out right now. Not only that, you can chat with us in the Spring Football Channel. Or if you like racing, there's F1 and NASCAR. If you like fantasy football, there's that. There is TVs, movies, crypto almost anything you can imagine we're talking about in the discord server head over there now interact sweat bets with the entire sgpn crew just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord jump in there we're always there talking with you like i said that spring football channel is there for you and all your cfl friends go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord We talked a lot in that spring football channel about the games that week or last weekend because there was a lot of entertaining, entertaining, entertaining games. And boy, I tell you, I had so much fun, like I said, wrapping up that week with a win. It made me smile, Jim, watching the Red Blacks Uh, win. Watching the Rough Riders made me cry. Yeah, those poor guys, man. I don't know what, I mean, look, it just, maybe, maybe everything that, uh, that was taking place just sort of caught up to them but yeah it was a rough go man it was was not fun but i mean if you're a bc fan you absolutely loved it but you got bad cody Vajardo, and no one likes that it was bad and bad offensive line and then the depressing depressing fact is the toughest part of the schedule is now the upcoming part because up until this point they haven't played they still haven't played winnipeg or calgary oh man so they still have to play them and then they have to play bc two more times Let's go. It's going to be a season, boys. <laughs> hey, they get to rest, right? They get to, to lick their wounds. That's the one thing they definitely needed. We need Cody Fajardo's knee to get better, and I don't know what we're going to do about the offensive line. Oh. That's that's uh, He's running for his life out there. And he has been all season long. It's It's been ridiculous. But, yeah, so the Rough Riders get the week off. They draw the bye, thankfully. Uh, but Saturday kicks off at 4 o'clock Eastern with the Hamilton Tiger Cats taking on the Toronto Argonauts in the six. This one is handicapped quite interestingly, given the fact that uh, I get both of these teams are, are you know, not necessarily the greatest of all, right? I mean, the Ticats are two and five, Toronto now three and three. So yeah, they're close, but at 
plus two for the Tiger Cats. It's uh, the Tiger Cats are a little feisty, and the and the Argos I think just got exposed last week. So it's plus it's minus two for the Toronto Argonauts. They are two point favorites. Their money lines at one minus one thirty. Tie Cats are at plus one ten. Over under here at forty five. And you know, Jim, this is some this is a game that's probably difficult for me to handicap. So you say Toronto got exposed, but I feel like I still know nothing about this team. Like <laughs> they could come in any week and like beat a team. They played Winnipeg super close. They beat the Rough Riders twice, and then they'll turn around and I feel like they'll lose to like the Elks. I know no, this Toronto team is pure chaos, pure unpredictability, and I I can't get behind that. I love it. I love watching it. It's fun to watch every week. But I'm high on this Hamilton team. I think they're getting more consistent. I think Dane Evans has been improving. I think if this was a, if this was in Hamilton, they'd be probably a, a two point three point favorite. Yeah, well, I'm gonna for take sure. The cats. You're gonna yeah take. I would too. I, I'm del- I'm going to take the the Tiger Cats because look for me. I think what what Ottawa showed last week and what basically you can show every week and weekend and and it kind of felt like that for for Winnipeg for a little bit is if you stop Andrew Harris there's not a lot the rest of the offense can do. Brandon Banks has been relegated to almost nothing. I mean it's it's so weird to see how not used he is in Toronto versus what he was in Hamilton. Boys probably hoping that he goes back to the tie cats at some point, but Toronto's not using him right. As far as like star wide receivers go, yeah, he probably gets used the worst. Yeah, it's, easily. It's weird, isn't it? It's just a very strange situation. He's such a talented guy, and then and then he was returning kicks in the Ottawa game where he started back in in Hamilton, and that was ineffective. So, look, I I I know Toronto's first place right now. I know they're three and three, but it's also a very Eastern three and three at this point. And, and I think Hamilton has a lot more and look, their running backs are actually starting to look really good too. And, and really coming into their own, this run game is looking okay. They just beat Montreal 24 to, uh, to 17 last week, another Eastern team. They might be finding their way up. You're right. Dane Evans is also looking pretty good, but I like Don Jackson. He didn't, run the doors off of it but you got guys like Steven Dunbar, Braylon Addison you know those guys are doing great things on that team as well and of course defensively they're just beasts and and they're good enough to keep uh, opposing quarterbacks like McLeod Bethel Thompson on their heels like Javon, uh, Javon Santos Knox um, you know all these guys that are Cam Kelly picking off passes mm-hmm. you know I'm just weirdly high on this Hamilton team. Like I was deriding them harder than anybody the first three weeks. They looked like a tire fire. They looked like a mess. These last couple weeks, they've looked, they've cleaned up their game. They've looked improved on offense, especially their defense is consistently solid. Call me crazy. I see their Grey Cup odds at fourteen to one. I might sprinkle a little on that. They were they were the East representatives last season. You cannot take that away from it and it was it was a lot of the same team you know by and large yeah they lost Brandon Banks but a lot of this team is still there and and you know Dane Evans was the one that kind of got him over the hump and into that into that territory so maybe he's finding a stride this season maybe it just took him a few more games to catch back up to where they were last year and and a game against an east opponent 
and look, Toronto is not the greatest uh, at home anyway, so it's not like you can say that this is total home field advantage. They're both in Ontario, not leaving the province. So, exactly. you know, that's all right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm taking more Hamilton fans there. <laughs> you know, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I think it's the QE2 that they drive down. Uh, you correct me so. if I'm wrong, uh, Canadians. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll take the Ticats plus two. I think I'm going to take the Ty Cats money line at plus one ten. That that's that's fine with me. I think I'll take that. Oh yeah, I'll take it a money line too. And honestly, because of the chaos factor and how weird some of these games get, and the improved offense, I'm taking the over yeah, as well. Absolutely, I'm t- over forty five. That's kind of a no brainer oh, yeah. to me right there. Yeah, because both of these teams, I know that I know Toronto just came off of scoring thirteen points in their last game, but you know the Ty Cats can probably do enough to put up twenty eight, twenty nine. And, and take this halfway there, at least. And Toronto can make up the rest. So, yeah, I'll take that as well. Um, all right, we close it out. Saturday night, 7 o'clock, Edmonton Elks taking on the BC Lions. Woo! This is, uh, <laughs> this is a hell of a spread here, folks. <laughs> they got the Lions as 10.5-point favorites over there on WinBet. Their money line is at minus 570, where the Elks are at plus 410. Over under here, set at a C or a, a week high, fifty one points. So I mean, you can tell where probably public money's at. You can tell where the books have already set this at. But uh, this one, I don't, I don't even know, Jim, if I want to mess around with this spread because this feels. We talked about a trap with the five and a half for for Ottawa. This is a trap, my friend. This is a big trap, man. Uh, so the first time these teams played, week one, sorry, week two, was not pretty for the Elks. But you know who they didn't have at quarterback then? Corn dog, <laughs> baby. I, I need a corn dog drop. That's all there is to it. My bad boy, corn dog. I'm taking the plus 10 and a half. The Elks are feisty. Like, they're not going to win this game. But they're feisty. They put up fight. Like, what? How much did they lose to the Bombers by? Twenty four ten. They lost by fourteen points in week seven. Ugh. I know it's tough. It, it's tough because you want to take the ten and a half because you feel like it's it's something. I mean, look. Let's go back. Let's go back through their weeks and we'll tell you what happened. So obviously, we just talked about it in week two. They got the door or the, uh, week one. They got their doors blown off, fifty nine to fifteen, by these very same. BC Lions. The next week, 10 points. They lost to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, 26-16. They lost by 7 points to Calgary. Then they turned around and won against Hamilton. Then they lost by 43. That was was the worst one. That uh, that other Calgary game was bad. (laughs) 43 points to Calgary, won against Montreal, (laughs) and then lost by 14. So this has been a roller coaster of a season for the Elks. So, I mean, I, I get where they're coming from with this 10.5. I mean, obviously, they did uh, put away Saskatchewan by more than that last week. Um, they But they barely beat Hamilton a couple of weeks before by five points. Um, they, they lost to the Bombers by, what was it, 21 points in week five. Uh, they, they barely beat Ottawa by three points in week four, 34 to 31. And then they blew out Toronto 44-3 to in Week 3. So, again, it's it's been the same sort of instance for these BC Lions where it's just been a roller coaster ride for them. So, 
where do we think this roller coaster for both of these teams is going to align is really what it is. This is, is also a great sandwich spot for the lot for the uh, Elks to jump out here because the Lions are in between the Rough Riders and then they come up on the the Stampeders next week. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is a good spot for the Elks to get them. I, I'm I'm actually more confident now at this plus. What are we seeing? Plus, plus ten and a half is what we're getting right now on our half. friends at WinBet, and they've got there the plus go. ten and a half at minus one hundred five. This line's actually moved a lot too because I remember looking at it last night. It was like plus nine and a half. Ooh, some money's coming in. So, I like the plus ten and a half. I do. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is a game where. Uh, BC again. Look, they're they're coming in high off of everything right now. They they've got the Canadian quarterback angle. They've got the great American running back. They've got a slew of fantastic receivers, not the least of which is Dominic Rhymes. And and, and their Manny defense Arsenault. looked great last week. And their defense looked great last week too. So you know this is a lot of this is a lot of posturing for these guys. But I I do feel as if the Elks, like you said, they're scrappy. And maybe this roller coaster is going to meet in the middle. Ten and a half is a giant number, and I I don't know. I think I'll take the Elks ten and a half as well. Um, I will not take the money line. Ah, that money line is so tantalizing. Money line plus four ten. That's trap game. Yeah, that's so uh. crazy. That's a huge number right there, though, and for good reason. Can. But I'm definitely not taking the BC uh, money line unless I parlay it with both the women uh, the blue bombers and the stampeders at which i'll get plus 40 for it you can hear jim just absolutely thinking this over i'm just uh this plus four four ten is just calling my name man <laughs> i can't in good consciousness give it out i like the plus ten and a half i like the over in this one as well look here's the thing and 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 maybe if you want to get a little froggy right if, if this is something that maybe you want to get a little you don't have to go crazy at plus four ten, but if you want, maybe spr- like sprinkle like a little tiny bit, just, like just a little throw tiny bit, something at it, like something. that Starbucks order you were gonna you were gonna order like tomorrow. Just don't do that. Just sprinkle it on the Elks money line. And if if by some just absolute miracle the Elks catch the Lions sleeping, you will have more Starbucks money than you had when you first put it down. <laughs> yeah, throw ten bucks on it. You win yourself a nice little like. Sunday dinner. Yeah, steak. We always want you eating steak here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. <laughs> so, um, all right, we're going to step away for third down. When we come back, we're going to give you some of our favorite bets and, and what we'll consider some of our locks for the week of gambling in CFL Week 9. But before we do, let's tell you about IP Vanish. I'll bet you did not know that browsing online using using incognito mode it's harder to say uh does not actually protect your privacy that's right without added security you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers advertisers your isp all sorts of other prying eyes that's why i use ip vanish vpn it makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet ip vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100 of your data that means your private details passwords communications browsing history and more it'll be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location 
will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's literally that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. You're tired of shopping. You're tired of having a million and a half tabs open when you're looking for the best lines that are out there. Well, stop doing it. I'm telling you right now. I saw this ad. I clicked on the link. They said, check out oddstrader.com. Get acquainted with the site. I was blown away. There are just about every single book that you can ask for all laid out in front of you. And yes, CFL fans, there are CFL odds to shop on Odds Trader, which means everything you're looking for is in one place. All the major sports books represented on Odds Trader. But more than that, you can compare different sign-up codes, promotion codes. You can get all of the best deals. I mean, you only need SGP. But if you want more, find more over there on Odds Trader. Not only that, folks, but it provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for you to make the most informed bets possible. It's even got my favorite, the whole thing, out of the whole thing, this is my favorite. It's a bet tracker, so you can keep records of all your games and betting activity. You don't got to go back to your little Excel sheet anymore. You don't got to go back to your little page. Odds Trader does all of it. You get handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, player statistics, all the stuff that I just talked about. It allows you to keep records of all your games. So much greatness all in one site. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's Odds Trader. It is the number one site for all of your game day bets. Speaking of game day bets... Let's uh, roll up some of our favorite bets here for the folks, as we always do, because we want them to go to Odds Trader, lock these bets in, find the best prices for them, and uh, and get some money in their pockets come the end of the weekend. I think my favorite bet of the entire CFL slate this weekend is the Hamilton Tiger Cats first half money line plus Ooh. 105. Oh, I like that. That's a fantastic find. They are they are so good and like I will take the Hamilton Ticats first half against any team, <laughs> just flat out. It's true. I'm so confident. This is my favorite play of the entire weekend, bar none. I even threw a little DGEM parlay because another first half team that collapsed in the second half, Montreal, they're plus one thirty five for the first half. I don't hate that either. Put those two together, you got a nice little. Uh, what were the odds on this one? I got a plus three eighty two, almost plus four hundred on that. I like it. No, and that's and that's a really good bet in the in the sense that you're right. Hamilton has done fantastically in the first half. They have been ahead in most of the games that they played so far, only to watch that lead absolutely vanish. They did it in Calgary. They they watched it burn against the Elks. I mean, it's just they've they've given it up so many times this season. So 
Yeah, I mean, a good first half team, but boy, what a second half. Um, I love it. Good bet. Me, I'm going to go ahead and take this uh, this Ticats plus two. That's my favorite, favorite lock. Um, I, and again, I know it's not paying out the best. It's only at minus 110. But look, if you want to win money, that seems to me like the better of the, the bets because I think Hamilton really does need to come out in this game they're not that far away, and they're not that far off of the of first place. In fact, none of the teams in the East are that far out of first place. But literally, I mean, at two and five versus three and three, all they got to do is win another game, and especially against Toronto, and they're right back in the thick of things. So they've got to get it done. They've probably been prepping, and and if I'm going to tell you a bet that I'm sure will cash this week, I think it's Hamilton plus two. I like that one a lot. I like a money line straight up as well. <sighs> I have, don't know if I had. I'm pretty basic this week. I'm not. I'm not doing anything crazy. Like the Hamilton first half combined with the Montreal first half, and then the Edmonton money line, like sprinkle, sprinkle, is maybe my craziest one. Because there's like there's a small chance that Edmonton gets that, but I also could just as likely see BC winning by like twelve points. And if I want to be truly, truly degen, you can get the margin points scoring for BC to win by seven to twelve. That's also plus four hundred. Oh, I love it! I love it. That's really good. And I'm gonna sprinkle a little bit on that. Wow, that's a good find too. Um, I I will say I like your plus four hundred because I just did I just did something that got me to plus four hundred in that I parlayed the Bombers money line. The Calgary money line, Hamilton's money line, and BC's money line. So this is how you get value out of betting BC's money line at minus five seventy. Lump them all together, parlay them with all the winners. You get plus four hundred five. I uh, I did that too. <laughs> See, I'm telling you right now, I'm learning, Jim. I'm learning from you on how to actually uh, make better <laughs> bets than just uh, straight up bets. So. Yeah, I mean, at plus 405, if if you're really assured like we are uh, at, at the winners of these games, then definitely taking that parlay and, and putting it at plus 405 makes that BC money line well worth your time. Oh, for sure. It makes it well worth it. So, uh, all right. Well, look, is, is there any other play that really, really strikes your fancy that you want to hand out? There was mm, something tells me that this Ottawa Calgary game, if it's going to be competitive, the second half is going to be more scoring. So if you can say highest scoring half, second half in the Ottawa Calgary game, plus one ten, I don't hate. Like I kind of like that one. These teams, both of them, have started out slow in in games. I mean, Ottawa especially, they they tend to start off very slowly. Their possessions are usually a lot of two and outs, and and they've done that quite a bit of times over the last uh, few games and and it doesn't it seems to me that the scoring doesn't start like you said until the second half so I like that bet especially because especially even on the Ottawa side they score more points in the second half so plus 110 plus 110 plus money folks we're giving out plus money Hamilton first half money line favorite play of the whole weekend though yeah yep and and Hamilton plus two and a half for me is is my favorite altogether so um love that lock them up Put them in your bet slips and just sit back and enjoy the sweet, sweet cash that uh, that flows. 
I think we said that somewhere before. <laughs> uh, all right, Jim, we're going to wrap things up here. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, at XFL Jim. I am all over. I'm doing a lot. I actually am trying to get like a consistent streaming schedule going. I'm bringing back Cooking with Jim. I'm doing a grill-a-thon this weekend, so be ready. That's going to be Friday after the CFL game. There will be a grill-a-thon. It's going to be a blast. Do you frequent the Fat Guy Food Aisle in our Discord? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I knew I've seen some of your creations in there. Follow Jim for all of his fantastic food pictures in the in the Discord server for sure. You will be hungry. Great time. Dude, the Discord, you find me in the Discord because I'm all over that beach. He is too. He's leveled up and then some. Coach Leach is all over him every every single day. He's saying, it's true. congratulations, Jim. You've leveled up. <laughs> Uh, all right, find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. As always, find me hanging around in the SGPN Discord server. And, of course, find all of my CFL work on the SGPN website. And, of course, on the Sportsbook Review as well, where I break down the weekly games for you each and every week and give you my favorite betting angles. Thank you, guys. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of this community. Jim, I'm telling you, I've been having a blast. Can't believe we're nine weeks in, but these guys are awesome, are they not? It's been fun. I love all of our listeners. They're 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 cute little betting boys. Cute little betting boys. And also, you know, if you like this, leave a review. We'd love to hear what you think. And as always, tell us what you think in the SGP and Discord for sure. All right. We're out of here. We'll talk to you again tomorrow with DFS angles and DFS plays for the CFL slate for Jim, for me. Enjoy the weekend of football. We'll see you next time. And let it ride!